Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is good morning. Uh, our uh, guest Thursday, and uh, we have, again, very special guests uh, that are very exciting, actually, to share together. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we had Dave and Melissa Dunkel uh, from Flor- uh, Florida, Tampa, Florida, and New Hampshire. And um, uh, a wonderful story is Tawanda, who uh, now lives in uh, Tampa, uh, and she got connected with Dave and is the reason why Tawanda's experiencing and and uh, giving away this fantastic covenant life that she received. So maybe, uh, Dave, you started with how did you guys get connected? Because uh, you were you were mm-hmm. the CEO of K-Force in Tampa, Florida. <clears throat> well, it uh, was a, a divine appointment, um, as I mentioned before. I, I think uh, the way that it worked out was Tawanda came off the elevator on the fourth floor <laughs> and I was going on the elevator and I turned around and I just looked at her and there was like this spirit connection that happened right mm-hmm. at the moment. And Tawanda introduced herself and she says, I am Tawanda. And I said, well, I'm Dave Dunkel. She goes, I know who you are. <laughs> and so we started this whole, that kind of started this relationship. And T, I think you were a temp then, weren't you? You were working yes. as a temp. And so, um, one thing led to another, and ultimately we ended up uh, with a Bible study um, that we started at, uh, at K-Force that had been going, had stopped because the person left. We restarted it. Um, Tawanda and I were a part of it, as well as several other believers within K-Force. And um, I think it was at that point that I gave Tawanda the uh, chief title Um, I was chief executive officer and Tawanda was the chief praying officer because when Tawanda prayed, the earth shook. Yeah, yeah. And so we had to have the building structurally uh, designed to be able to withstand (laughs) the shaking of the prayer warrior of Tawanda. And, you know, it was just one of those really cool things, a divine appointment that turned into uh, much fruit for the kingdom. And uh, we've been connected ever since. We've seen supernatural healings. We've seen things that you just, you know, things that are supposed to be about the kingdom of God. The best part of the story yeah. is Tawanda took over the lead of our Faith at Work group in the Bible study. And mm-hmm. I was heading in to go in and to, uh, to facilitate. And God said, don't go in. He said, it's time for you to release it and to give mm-hmm. it to Tawanda. Oh, so, of course, good. I told Tawanda afterwards, um, it's yours, baby. God gave it to you now. It's yours to run with. And I said, I'll still be involved, but he, he asked me to release it to you. And so the fruit that's come out of it has just been amazing. And I'll shut up now, T, and I'll let you comment, and then I'm going to jump. Well, I think the, you know, the interesting thing that was happening while, you know, things were happening on Dave's end, I had been in this mode of prayer really just really praying for the leadership of K-Force. And mm-hmm. at that time, again, I was a temp 
Prairie employee had, I mean, I knew of these leaders, but they were unreachable, right? For me, <laughs> in, from my perspective, all I knew was through prayer, right? Mm. And so when this encounter on the elevator happened, it was definitely a divine appointment because again, had been praying for the leaders of our organization for quite some time, but never thought, you know, I'd have that opportunity to kind of connect the way that the Lord uh, did bring our connection. And, it, you know, it's an interesting thing when, when God will give you something in prayer, but then you have to say it to your, you know, you may have to express it to, I mean, it kind of challenges <laughs> you just slightly, right? But um, the great thing about it was, you know, Dave just all, always had this sense of humility of just being divinely mm-hmm. connected with the Father and wanting you to be, to have that same connection with him. And it was always this invitation, um, you know, hey, do you want to just, uh, know more about the father and you know the one thing he had this this innocent joy about Mm. him and his relationship with god that drew me in and i longed for that and Mm. so from there you know the invitation to learn to abide and connect Mm. deeper with the father you know, and the rest is history. So yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about I that. I love it. And Dave, uh, one question. Um, you know, you said you held a Bible study in a publicly traded company, uh, maybe for mm-hmm. the audience, because there's a lot of people out there that think, well, that's that really we can't do that anymore. Uh, actually, it's not true. Talk talk briefly about how you were felt that this is something you can do in a very healthy way. And uh, and you didn't actually run afoul of anything because you, you just were able to do it well and it actually worked and that's how Tawanda you know partly got, hmm. got connected so <clears throat> yeah it was um you know a lot of people will tell you you can't do this you can't do that um you know we never mandate anything it's always by invitation so all we did was we just started with those that we knew that wanted to be a part of it and then hmm. invited anyone else who wanted to come and everyone was welcome it was never you need to be there you you should there was none of that it was just um uh wednesdays at noon we're going to be uh gathering together to spend time in the word if you'd like to come come on down and we had people within k-force we had people from outside k-force um the fun thing was when some of the people would come in and they'd be employees that were of several levels below me and they walk in and the ceo's sitting in there and um i tell you remember this when i i looked at him and i said well you need to understand that god's not impressed that i'm the ceo i love it i love it yeah so it was it was just awesome and uh to see the fruit of it now and just uh where it is and when we just finished the abiding uh Mm -hmm. online study just to see the fruit and i just sat there was like wow what a privilege that um that i had Mm -hmm. the privilege to be associated with this group and now to watch it multiply and I get to come back and still do teaching we get to do more we'll have another one coming up Um, but to release it now to this group and to watch it multiply because now it's in their hands and it's multiplying in their hands and uh, I couldn't be prouder of uh, of T and the whole group what did uh, as you were you know being led by God to say it's time for her to uh, take the next step of leadership what did you observe about her what what was it that you felt really comfortable with yep i got it and now i'm going to hand it over to her uh, what what did you see about her there was there was a, um, a spirit uh humility a love for god um a desire to give it away mm. i mean it was just really clear 
Um, so it was one of those deals where uh, Elijah threw the shawl over on Alicia and we got a double <laughs> helping because she's way better than I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, uh, we're going to pick up uh, the story with uh, Tawanda because we're going to go back and find out how she came to know Christ. And and, you're, uh, uh, and we'll, we'll pick more of this up about what did you learn about abiding, how impactful that was. But, uh, Dave, thank you for uh, – uh, I'm just, again, overblown by the fruit, uh, mm-hmm. like, like Tawanda says, is, is it was caught, not you, – you didn't persuade anybody. She caught it because of the heart you had for it, and you continue to have for it, and now she's got it. And, and pe- the joy. And, and people are catching it, you know, and that's how it works, mm-hmm. is that, uh, and all, all we can say again to the audience, keep saying, is that this isn't um, learning about Jesus, it's experiencing Jesus uh, in the life of Jesus. Absolutely. And it really, it really does change your life. And you, and you really can live this covenant life. And uh, and here you got two people, evidence of that. So, Dave, thank you so much. All right, T, I'm signing off. Love you, T. You <laughs> got right. it. Bye. Right. See you. <laughs> Great to yeah. see you, Dave. So, Twanda, um, why don't you walk us through a little bit of uh, how did you uh, come to know Christ? What what was it that uh, that led you to that place? And then we'll, we'll go back and pick up again from your uh, K-Force about what did you learn about abiding and stuff. Sure. So I think, you know, one of the things I've been very blessed and fortunate is, you know, my family is, um, I grew up in faith, just surrounded Mm. by, you know, just a family that has always, you know, been rooted and grounded in faith in Jesus. And Mm. so, you know, I think about my great grandparents and, um, you know, and just how they instilled faith in us. And, um, and so saw that, you know, all of my life which is, you know, a great thing to have those roots. However, until you have your own relationship with Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, that's when the difference happens. So, you know, again, growing up um, most of the, most of my life just in faith and in church, but not necessarily having my own relationship with the Lord until, you know, later in life where you kind of become that wayward um, teenager and start rebelling and um, and just found myself in some difficult situations. But with that, I knew enough, right, to cry mm-hmm. out to the Lord for help. And I did. And during that time, you know, the Lord just really captured my heart in just a mm-hmm. way that was so profound because I needed him. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed him in a a miraculous way and he showed up but not just in the way of changing my situation but filling me with his love and his grace and I felt that and so um, that's kind of how I I came to know the Lord Um, and it was interesting because me and um, one of my siblings were kind of at the same place and um, and he's my my brother he's in the military and there was this um, evangelist that was just sharing the word of God and you know just giving us I mean the truth of the word and she gave us that you know that old school will you come mm-hmm. <laughs> will you embrace Jesus and um, and that was really a pivotal um, moment in my life and so that's kind of how I've come to know the Lord and just have been you know in love with him ever since where where would where was that when you when, when, when you grew up where where were you so I grew up in Florida, um, so born and raised, I'm one of those unique Floridians, right, born and raised in Florida. Um, I, um, my family, we are in the Polk County area. Um, interesting, you know, 
my brother was in the military and when all of this happened um he was stationed in key west florida Mm. (laughs) so down in key west um you know the lord that is when you know i found jesus i found Mm. him in the southernmost point in (laughs) key west um, florida um so yeah yep wow and where did you uh where did you wind up going to school so um in that time i kind of graduated high school started college didn't necessarily finish was here in Florida uh, in Tampa Um, I uh, had young children at the time and I got married you know kind of helped my my um, husband at the time go through college and plan to go at some point but you know just continued focus really on being a mom and rearing my children and just um, and working and so I know we'll talk about it in a moment ago but a moment but the Lord did this supernatural connection which Mm -hmm. led me to K-Force yeah yeah. Yeah. And so you um, uh, when we uh, obviously with Dave, you, you were you were at K-Force. How what kind of work were you doing? And even how did you even wind up there at K-Force? And then we can we can go forward from there. So that is definitely a God moment as well. So um, th- the way that I came to K-Force, it was through my sister. My sister had accepted this assignment at K-Force. It was a temporary assignment. And during that time, at the last minute, she decided that she didn't want to take the assignment. And her recruiter said, well, hey, do you know anyone? Because I need to fill this job at the last minute. Well, and she said, you know, my sister may be interested. And sure enough, I took the assignment and that was 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) How long was that original assignment supposed to be? Six months. Six months, excellent. Right. So a six month assignment turned into 20 years. I started out again as this temporary um, entry level, mm-hmm. um, you know, employee and and just the Lord just began to work and to elevate and, and to move in just supernatural ways. Yeah. Mm. So you're there uh, working at K-Force and um, so it was a temp job, but you were, as a regular job though, you were, when we say temp, a lot of people think, well, it was a few days, but a temp can be longer than that, which you were. Um, and then you met during the, when, when during that time, then did you meet Dave? So a probably, probably about two years into my assignment at K-Force and there was a body of believers at the, or, um, at K-Force and we kind of start the, the group was, um, we really were praying at the flagpole to be okay. honest. Okay. So it started with the prayer group. We were gathered together um, during our break times to pray. Mm-hmm. We would pray for the company. We would pray for leaders. Mm-hmm. And um, so while this group is praying on the back end, Dave is, you know, the Lord is dealing with his heart about an actual Bible study. So we had prayer at the time, but didn't have the formalized Bible study. Well, then that connection with Dave happened. Right. And now, so did then, you know at that point that that here you've got a CEO who is head over heels in love with Jesus? No idea. You weren't aware of that. Isn't no that idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. And it's interesting because as we were praying, um, it, you know, it was as if the Lord was giving me impressions for certain leaders, right? And mm-hmm. I would pray into those. And the one specific with Dave, I I struggled. You know, because I, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do with it? Because I felt I needed to share something with him. And again, mm. he's the CEO of our company. <laughs> like, how am I going to have proximity? And interestingly enough, 
it just so happened that that was the second time that day we were on the elevator together. The first time I was in fear. I was like, okay, he's here, but I'm not going to say anything, right? <laughs> so the Lord gave me another a opportunity. Second chance. I he love gave me it. a second chance. And in that second chance though, for whatever reason, Dave was more alert. And that's when mm -hmm. I introduced myself and that's where we had that divine connection. And from that time, um, you know, just the Lord connected us. He shared the vision. And so again, we went from praying in the flag, you know, at the flagpole to having a weekly Bible study. And we mm. started that Bible study, you know, 17 years ago. And we've been wow. meeting weekly on Wednesdays at noon um, ever since. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing too is what COVID did, right? Since mm. we all, we um, work remote, we have actually been praying every day at 730 oh, since COVID. So not only are we having this weekly Bible study, um, but, the, but the Lord has provided also an opportunity for us hmm. to pray daily um, at 730. And, you know, we're, we're just constantly seeking, you know, what the Father has to say about our company, about our leaders, about our clients, about one another, but just building this community hmm. of um, abiders. Beautiful. That's amazing. I love it. Right. And now, um, uh, and we'll come back to... Uh, you know, you're abiding, uh, learning abiding, but talk, tell us now, so you've been there 20 years, uh, what, where has your career gone within the company over that period of time? And what, what are you doing right now? Yeah, <clears throat> so that is a interesting journey because again, I started out as a temporary um, consultant, if you would, and my assignment was supposed to have last, lasted six months. Mm -hmm. And so I started in really entry-level roles within the back office and um, just God has provided opportunity after opportunity, have kind of, um, you know, fallen into some leadership roles. I kind of um, have been pretty much everywhere, accounts receivable, accounts payable, procurement. Um, I've led um, some IT teams and our like our corporate support desk. And um, the interesting thing about abiding is, you know, the Lord began to kind of speak to me more about, you know, my interest, the things that I'm most passionate about. And then from there started positioning me with opportunities to pursue those. Mm -hmm. And so one of which is, you know, leadership and career mm -hmm. and so uh, career development. And so what happened, the Lord provided an opportunity for me in our organizational development team. So I, um, landed a role in that team. And most recently I've been promoted to director of our organizational development team. So, I mean, through the hand of God, right? Mm -hmm. Through the hand of God and his faithfulness, he has shown himself um, just faithful throughout my journey within the organization, just by being yielded to um, mm -hmm. the directions of where he wanted me to go. And, um, but in that though, he did, you know, just allow me to see that again, what we often say his will is, is best for and best and none better for your life. Yeah. And so the areas where I maybe have maybe kind of settled, he kind of elevated mm -hmm. my thought process and my expectation in that. And so I'm in a, a role as, um, again, leader in this organization in the place that I love what I do. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm so connected to purpose and destiny in just a way that I never could have even imagined. So yeah. Yeah, 
That's neat. And then um, as you've uh, obviously uh, now uh, growing in that, but tell us about, obviously you're, you're involved with Dave in the Bible study um, and you've been, uh, you've, you've grown yourself, you know, with your own life spiritually. Um, how did abiding, when did you learn abiding and, and what difference has that made in your life? And then we can have you describe uh, how you go about that, you know, with your, you've already said you had a kind of a spiritual sensitivity to things where you said you could pray about um, a variety of things and, and God give you kind of a clarity about, well, here's what I, here's what I, is on my mind, God speaking, that I want you to join me in, which is a wonderful uh, thing. So. Tell us about that process and how that works for you, how, how that has worked for you. Sure. So my introduction to abiding was just some years ago, and it came from just observing um, just in our Bible studies, just the joy um, that Dave experienced and just how his hearing from God was more, it was really clear. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I had experienced a father in somewhat of a fuzziness where, and what I mean by that is, you know, I um, love to pray, right? But what you, what I found myself was bringing God my list of things, you know, <laughs> hey God, I need you to do one, two, three, four, and five. And oh, by the way, I'll talk to you later. So, you know, <laughs> so having this time of prayer, um, but not necessarily hearing from the Lord as intimately as I was um, hearing Dave testify to. And so he began to share um, or invited us to, hey, do you wanna hear more about that? Obviously, yeah, of course I Mm -hmm. do. And so that was that introduction to abiding. And so from there, um, just really learn to process and hear from the Father more um, deeply. And I think one of the biggest things for me is I think, um, you know, I had just a, a, just kind of put the Lord maybe in a box. Like I expect mm. the Lord to speak to me about these things. Um, but what abiding also did for me was just to show that he's concerned about it all. And, you mm. know, and if we will um, allow ourselves to be open to it, he wants to engage in that conversation with us and process it with us and you know and he wants to make it clear he doesn't want us to be in you know this fog and not know and we have the ability to do that to have clarity in his word mm-hmm. and so that's really a lot of what it did for me yeah and um as you looked at abiding um describe what that meant to you and how you abide in the relationship and in your spiritual connection to the holy spirit and time in the word what is that? Uh, one thing about our, our audience loves to hear is, uh, what exactly does that look like for somebody uh, who is, what say they're abiding, but what does that really look like? So if you could share, what does that look like for you personally? Sure. So for me, it is, you know, I have my quiet time in the morning where I'm, um, I start out with just worship and just you know, practicing the presence of God to calm um, my, you know, my consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so just to settle myself. And then from there, um, I, you know, journal. And I really, you know, because I used to be one of those that would um, have a devotion. So years mm-hmm. ago that hap- went away with abiding. So mm-hmm. I just kind of asked the question, Father, what do you have to say to me today? And, um, and then just 
in that time allow him to speak and oftentimes he will you know give me he will give me an impression of a scripture and so Mm -hmm. i'll go to the word for that scripture and of course it will typically relate to something that is um you know that he wants to speak the truth to me right now or something that's to come and um just kind of getting into the word um in that way and then you know i'll go into prayer just praying um you know for the general things praying about my day my family my children um and and my my job and different things like that so that's kind of what abiding looks like to me um i'll give you an example with my recent promotion one morning i was talking to the father and he impressed upon me to go to the book of esther you know just to Mm -hmm. and to just read uh, in that and now this was before i physically um, before i got the promotion but you know it was you know the lord was preparing me to start think Mm -hmm. about thinking about you know how will you respond as the lord begins to elevate you how will you maintain your spiritual integrity um how will you um stand in truth in those difficult times so you know that was a theme that he took me through um and so you know that's that's one of the ways i think in addition to that one thing that has been a a theme throughout me I think from even a little girl I've always had dreams and visions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know in the book of Joel talks about that right that we're going to have dreams and visions and so the one thing that abiding did for me was also learn how to process those Mm -hmm. with the father um, so that I understand what that is so it's not just in this mystical place and that Mm -hmm. I had this encounter and I don't know what it is but um it, he's a he's just abiding has allowed me to really process it with him and go deeper and gain better understanding and also um, awaken that sensitivity mm-hmm. to even dream and see more supernaturally mm. yeah yeah I yeah. think one of the things you're talking about that strikes me that I think people struggle with and so I love that I love how you're describing it is really listening and how listening is so important. And I know I was reading um, this book by, by Richard Foster recently called Celebration of Discipline. And in it, he's talking about prayer. And I know you're a prayer warrior too. And he says, you know, listening is the first most important thing, the second most important thing, and the third most important thing when it comes to prayer and to walking with God. And, and I think a lot of what you've experienced in your growth is because you have this humble place of wanting to listen. And I, I think that's a great example. And I think it's something that um, that a lot of people need to hear more about because a lot of people have a hard time tuning out some of the other voices so that they can hear with clarity too. Yeah, talk a little bit about that, about uh, both listening and then the role of journaling so that it's not, well, I heard something, but you actually <laughs> register it and then you can go back and process it. So talk a little bit about what does it mean to hear um, how do you process it, trust it, and then doc, and then you journal it? Yeah, so in my time, typically, you know, the way the Lord will deal with me is it's through an impression, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it, it does take that discipline of quieting your mind, yes. um, quieting your, your um, just, you know, your consciousness. And again, for me, that is done through worship. But I do find I have to have um, instrumental worship because sometimes, you know, the songs yes. can take you to the place. <laughs> um, so that instrumental time um, and then just 
being quiet and allowing the Holy Spirit to really just speak during that mm-hmm. time. And, and as the Lord may show something, rev, you know, asking him questions with yes. the journaling. Um, and so, you know, with my journal, you'll see the Tawanda's thoughts and I put a dash to then, to then write what I hear the father say. Mm-hmm. And even times where I'm not clear, I may say, father, this is what I thought you said. Is yeah. that clear? Yeah, right, right, right. I do the right. same thing to Wanda. <laughs> and I think the other step for that is to process in community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, you know, just having um, just those, uh, just the community of believers that, you know, are abiders and that hear from the Lord mm-hmm. so they can um, confirm, right? And just so that, Again, I have that community that I'm not always trying to process it independent yes. of that um, because I, I, you know, community is hugely important right. to me. And God will use them to bring clarity as well. Oh yeah. my gosh! And I've seen that in my relationship with with Dave, even right mm-hmm. time after time. I've I've said to him, "This is what I I feel the Lord is saying. Um, what do you What do you sense?" And there have been instances where where he said, you know, he said, "You may have to go back on that. I'm not sure if that's." what the Lord Mm -hmm. is saying for clarity, which is, you know, great. And even with that, I mean, he's, we've even come to rich and God has given us clarity, Mm -hmm. you know, and insight on several things. So community is hugely important. I would say for individuals specifically, um, those that would have the inclination where the Lord will deal with you in dreams and visions, you definitely Mm -hmm. don't want to process that outside of community. That's right. Yeah. 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 And we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that because we want to talk about your, uh, uh, what you what you have been able to hear, and particularly we want to get into this next week, is um, uh, you've been, and it's really kind of a cool story that we got to see a part of already, is that, um, you know, what Dave was giving it away, you joined Dave, um, and now you're giving it away, and then we'll, we'll have you share about your, uh, your uh, I know that you're about ready to head to, and, and this is a cool story, uh, Kathy, that she'll share about, she's, <laughs> She's uh, doing abiding with uh, almost eighty people now, right? Oh wow! Uh, it's oh, a week so weekend. Exciting. It's a weekend, and that's it's it's a little bit because we normally do it in small group because yeah. of what oh, we I do. I want to hear more about this. <laughs> uh, but we've done it. We've been able to do it, and it's interesting because Tawanda was sharing with me. Well, I've got this uh, big group that I'm going to do. Um, do you have anything? Uh, and I said, yeah, here, let me uh, pull it up. I'll send it to you. <laughs> so we actually had done this a long time ago. Um, and now Tawanda is, uh, and she thought, well, maybe I have 30, 40 people at the max. She's got, how many you got? We have 88. Yeah, 88. Wow. Yeah. It's good. Oh, that's good, amazing. Good, good thing oh, I sent. I want to hear good, more about Good thing I, I decided to send you the 100, right? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Every time she gives me a number, God says, you better raise that up. <laughs> I love it. I love so, uh, it. So we'll, uh, we'll pick it up. Tonda, it's such a privilege and a joy, uh, your enthusiasm, your joy, uh, and we want to talk about your ability to, to pray uh, even mm-hmm. deeper and to receive and, and uh, your power. And not, it's not because of you personally. It's because you're connected um, mm-hmm. and you have that ability to then translate that uh, to where we see things happen. So we want to talk more about that. Thank you so much. For sharing with us and uh, we will uh, come back we want to have part two with you and, and pick up next week so we're excited about that and kathy we will uh, 
So you let me pray just briefly, Father. We thank you for Twanda and her life and how connected with Dave and what a great story of, of just uh, how it how it multiplies. And uh, we're going to be excited to learn about the big multiplication you're doing through Twanda because she's receiving it, living it, and you're giving it away through her. And uh, what a privilege that is. Thank you for her testimony in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and thank you, Tawanda. Um, listeners, be sure to tune in next Thursday and hear part two because I know we all want to hear the rest of what's yeah, going on. Time. I know God's doing amazing things. Meanwhile, we will see you all tomorrow with yep. End Times Friday. Yep. So we'll have a great see, see afternoon. All right. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.